Welcome to the Liver Alone Podcast, the podcast where two nerds who consume a whole lot of horror discuss their favorite pieces of horror media. From movies and TV shows to video games, novels, and everything in between. Because this is a spooky world, and we're just thriving in it. I'm your host, Sarah, the survivalist in your slasher friend group that will put up a lasting fight, but inevitably die because only the final girl can survive. And I'm your host, Ian, the fearless fighter in your slasher friend group that tries to save the day but ends up dying because physical strength just doesn't win in horror. In today's episode, we're continuing the conversation of The Last of Us, but shifting into the cinematic world with HBO's The Last of Us. In last week's episode, we got deep into conversation about the original first game, which arguably has the most to talk about because, of course, it's the OG, and there were just so many nuances we needed to dive into. But we'll also be diving into this on-screen adaptation that took the world by storm, not just because the show was a bit more accessible, not everyone is a gamer, but a lot of us are television watchers, but because the story is incredible, the actors are extremely well-loved and trendy, and to be honest, the marketing campaign around this was chef's kiss. So much content to help spread the word. So again, we already talked about the brief synopsis of The Last of Us, and of course, it's the same for the show as it was for the original game. So I'll just briefly mention that, of course, it's it's based off of an action-adventure video game, and it's now a franchise. And the series was set in a post-apocalyptic United States that was ravaged by cannibalistic creatures infected by a mutated fungus in the genus Cordyceps. And we're following the story of Joel, same as the video game, a man who's pretty much lost everything in his world and is tasked with transporting Ellie, a young girl who may hold the cure to the virus, to a doctor across the country who can extract it from her. So at the time of season one of The Last of Us on HBO, we have two games for The Last of Us. I believe there may be another one, but there's also a lot of add-on games and there have been a lot of remasters to this game. And of course, now we have season one of HBO. Before we kick things off, we're going to play a round of Stab or Survive, which is basically this or that. And this one's going to be a little bit interesting because I am going to pin the stab or survive against the video game version of the person and the television series version of the person. So, Ian, are you ready to choose who you prefer? Try to be a little bit... Don't go for all the video game. (laughs) (laughs) Because I know... Actually, I, I, I threw in some characters that I feel like thought you'll have diverse thoughts about them. Okay, let's start with the OG, Joel. The video game. Yeah. <laughs> Next, of course, Ellie. I would say I like them. Can I say I like them both the same? I think they're actually like... Well, you've just... got to let someone die and the other person survive. So they're, you can't really pick both, right? Oh, does, oh I see. It's stab so or I, survive. I gotta... <sighs> you've got to kill somebody. I don't know if they know what happens in the second one. Just go with your gut. <laughs> just go with your gut. I would say kill the video game character. <laughs> <gasps> to me, they're the same exact person. Like I see. That's no, interesting. I see no difference in the, okay. the way they're acting. Yeah. Okay. All right. So next next character, Tess. The human one. <laughs> you mean the the HBO, HBO one? HBO one. Yeah. Okay. Bill. Kill the human one because in the game he's actually there. He's actually there in the game <laughs> and they see each other. What? <laughs> I was not expecting that. Okay. And the last one, Marlene. That was a little bit of a trick one, but shit. Kill the um video game one. Okay. I was not expecting that to go the way that it What went. about you? Your turn. Your turn. You Wait, pick. do I have to? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Joel from the video game. So I want him to survive. So I'm going to stab Joel from the HBO series. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to stab Ellie 
from the HBO series, so I want Ellie from the video game to survive. I'm going to pick Tess from the HBO series, so I want her to survive. I'll kill or stab Tess from the video game. I'm so shocked that you said this, but I'm going to let Bill from the HBO series survive and Bill from the video game (laughs) die, that stab, get stabbed. And then Marlene was kind of a trick question because... Same person. Yeah. But I I think we get more of Marlene from the HBO series, so I'm going to let her survive, and then we're going to stab Marlene from the video game. So obviously, we picked this piece of content. We both love the video game series so, so much. So of course, when the HBO series came out, we had to watch it, of course. And we also very much like the HBO series. I kind of teased it in last week's episode at the end, where... It's arguably one of the best adaptations from video games that I have seen. Maybe you agree? Yeah, it is the best one. It is because it's actually like one-to-one. Like there's scenes from the game and there's scenes in the show. It's like exactly the same. Yeah, it's very close. That didn't deter us from watching it either. Like we wanted to see. At first, you well, the, the, the way that Sarah talks is like, when there's something something comes up and you already played the game, she's like, nah, I'm not watching this shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to waste your time watching it again, like the same exact thing. But I was like, I heard it's good. It got a good review. And then, she, and then she's like, all right, let's watch it. Because we, we like it so much. So we we started watching it and then we're like, we're like, this is exactly like the game. But they changed up the story and it was, I think it was, it was a better uh, flow to be a show. You know what I mean? I think it's interesting that you say that it's, that it's better as the show. I still am loyal to the video game, but I will say that you have your tendency to want to watch something or consume something almost 90% based off of the review. And for me, there's like a 70% chance that I don't want to watch something because it is a reiteration or like a remake, revamp sequel to things that I've already seen and enjoyed. I just feel like I go, I go with Randy's rules, Like right? The sequels are never going to be as good as the original and remakes kind of go in that same realm for me. So I always feel like I'm automatically disappointed whenever a remake or a sequel comes out, which is why I don't like to watch them. And I was really, really not wanting to watch The Last of Us because I really love the game so much. I didn't want anything to, to tarnish it. <laughs> and I thought that the show was definitely going to tarnish it. And I will say I still prefer the, like, spoiler alert, I still prefer the games over the show. What really got me to tell you, like, okay, we're going to watch it, is that other people were watching it in our lives. And we were like, okay, yeah. let's let's and watch it pe- with them so that we can have conversations with them, too. And those people probably didn't even play the game. They just They definitely the didn't. So, yeah, I... I had friends too that were watching, like my coworkers. They were like, "Yeah, same. Oh, we're watching the show." I was like, "Yo, you gotta play the game." I was, we were watching it too, and I was yeah. like, "You gotta, you gotta." Not that obviously he was like, "Oh, if you want to play the game," but he he was too old. He he wasn't gonna play the game. But I was like, mm. "In the game, you do this and this," and he's like, "Oh shit." It's kind of cool to have those conversations yeah. with people who only watch the show, and then we have the like backstory. We have the details. We have all of the like tea secrets. It's super. <laughs> it's super interesting to see that, and then it's kind of great in terms of the marketing, right? Because now people who have watched the series are enticed to either play the game or watch other people play the game. Yep, and the, the sales did rise when... Yeah. yeah, so... Which is good. Good job on them, right? Let's talk about the show itself. Like, I, I just want to reiterate that alone, the show is is a good show. 
if we completely remove our thoughts about the video game and how it connects to the show, could could you say that the show itself standalone is good? Yeah, if I completely delete the game, which is one of the best games I've ever played, <laughs> delete it from my mind, and I've seen the show. At first, of course, you get that, oh, it's going to be like The Walking Dead, but it's not like The Walking Dead. It's compl- it's It has its parts, but then it's like the clickers and stuff. There's like crazy and then the, the, yeah. the other um, mutants. It's more of like super story driven. Like you actually see the character and how we feel. The balance of drama, if we're comparing it to The Walking Dead, The Walking Dead really, really relies on the drama. Um, and it's sort of the same here for The Last of Us. Like it's a drama show. If we're looking at it, it's not as horror forward. I feel like I when I was recommending it to other people who were skeptical about watching horror, I was kind of like, it's not really that scary. Like, the only scary parts are honestly, like, the the clickers, the runners, and stuff like that. But it's more of a drama kind of show. And I think when we're watching the show, it feels very close to The Walking Dead in that it, it's, like, drama forward. It's It's got its very yeah, own unique yeah. story that is very interesting and new to the whole zombie universe that it stand alone without the video game it's still pretty pretty yeah, darn good. Pretty good the acting the photography the cinematography oh my gosh the music the, they yes. brought the music back yeah. they brought the music back which was super super nice to to see that it felt nostalgic almost the scenery amazing we'll get into that but the acting the acting is incredible these are like these are yeah. not just any old actors. These are high-end actors. We have Melanie Linsky coming in there. Yeah. That was awesome to see. Um, but, of course, Pedro Pascal. Like, everybody's obsessed with him. With good reason. He's a great actor. And then Bella Ramsey. When I saw them act as um, Ellie, I was like, they're not going to do such a good job. And then all of a sudden, I was like, wait a second. I'm wait surprised. a second. This is Ellie. This is Ellie. It worked out. Yeah. I'm so surprised that you said in the in the game round that they're very close to ellie from the video game i don't i don't agree but that's interesting that you say that do you do you think that you felt that way at the very beginning onwards or did you have to kind of like warm up to bella's performance as a warm-up because yeah. i was like nah. and then i was like wait a second yeah it's so hard because you're so attached to the voices from the game so that the voice when the voices don't match when you're watching the show, at least for me, I was I was always off just by a little bit. Yeah. And then at first you're like, they put Pedro in there and I'm like, all right, so he, how's he going to talk Southern? But then I, they put it in Texas. So you're like, oh, wait, okay. okay. He had a pretty, pretty <laughs> he had a good, believable yeah, was, accent. Yeah, he had a great accent. It wasn't um, fake at all. Like, you, like everybody, the acting was great. It's so funny because I, I don't know if it was a few months ago or maybe a year ago. I Time has blurred, but... We saw a movie with Pedro Pascal and a young child in and the dynamic was exactly the same as The Last of Us and I don't remember the name of this movie but Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, when he's a bounty hunter. Something yeah. with spaceships yeah, I know, I and, and a kid it, yeah. and it was just And it was, it was supposed to be a sci-fi horror. And, and he was, had the accent because he's supposed to be like yeah. a, a southern, yeah, same exact accent. If he, we he remember it, if we remember the name of the movie, we'll put it on like our socials, Live or Alone Pod, but it was so interesting because at the time we watched that movie, I think it was just being released that he was going to be Joel. But anyway, so let's talk about the actors versus the video game characters. Obviously, we have a good handful of characters that have to be in the, sh- the show because they are part of the video game. They're like the integral main characters 
of the video game. There have been some new characters that have been added to the show. There have been characters that have been like omitted from the video game that were not included in the show. So there was definitely some more creative freedom in terms of like adapting the show. But let's talk about let's talk about the characters. And I will just say at the very beginning of this character analysis kind of section, I am so glad to see that there were a lot of diverse characters like characters that were in the video games that weren't necessarily diverse or people of color they ended up being people of color in the show and i just thought that was a cool thing to see so i just wanted to shout that out but let's start with joel joel versus joel i'll start this off by saying like i said i think og joel from the video game can never can never be replaced <laughs> never be replaced there, yeah. there's nothing that can match i up mean to obviously that. yeah because we play the game. <laughs> as much as i love pedro i just don't think it's the same there there wasn't the same gruff in my opinion and again i attached my emotions also to the voice and so anybody but troy baker was just not gonna fit it for me yeah. but i will say that pedro did a great job and i also warmed up to him as the episodes progressed i just never fully did the way that you know the way that streaming is now and it's like oh there's eight episodes or 10 episodes when we used to have a full 24 episodes or mm. 21 episodes they sort of like squeeze everything in like one episode yeah. you, i mean people want that one sorry some people want a lot of episodes and so they want to know what's happening and they want to draw it and some people just want something quick and we already know what happened in the game so when we were watching it, it was like this happened too quick or they skipped this part and i wanted to see this i I, I wanted to see more of him, like, fighting and stuff. Mm. And more of him, like, sneaking around. But they didn't mm, show it. Yeah. So. That's probably why you didn't warm up to him as much. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably... You're definitely right. That's got to be it. But also, I just have an attachment to the original one. But <laughs> yeah. I think the same goes for me, at least in terms of my opinions, with Ellie. Like you said, you felt like Bella and Ellie from the video game were almost identical. I never felt that way. I think I felt most detached with the Ellie character. I know they did a great job. And by the end of the show, I definitely warmed up to them. Definitely. But at at the beginning, I really, really disliked. (laughs) I really disliked their character. I don't know if it was the voice. The the voice was off. Or maybe maybe Bella's character was a little bit more standoffish. In comparison to the video game one from the get-go. Actually, no. It's the opposite. I felt like Bella was very friendly in the beginning. Ellie was very mean and tough and kind of like, I don't want to be here. And I feel like Bella's Ellie, she was much more like, hey, what's up? We're going to be buds. I'm okay with this. Yeah, because they rushed it. I guess it's kind of summing up to the fact that we didn't get to grow with these characters as much as we did with the video game let's talk about tess i feel like tess didn't have as much screen time in the video game as she does in the show i feel like in the show at least when i was speaking to other people who have never played the game they would be like oh my gosh i cannot believe it tess died and in my head i was kind of like yeah well she dies very early on i kind of don't care about her by the end of it to be honest so it didn't impact me as much when i watched the show because I knew from the video game that she's kind yeah. of a minor character in the grand scheme of things. But I liked how they showed their relationship. I wanted to see more how their relationship is. It was like they were partners and they were living together. Just that. And you even see them, they're like romantic and stuff. Yeah. And they're having a date and stuff. But then yeah. 
you had to go back into this um shit <laughs> it was more implied of their relationship in the video game and then you start to see a little bit of development in the show because they showed tess a little bit more in the show and then boom she died marlene marlene is is very similar in the sense of tess at least for me because i feel like marlene got a lot of screen time in the show compared to the video game even though she was an integral part of the video game and and the story as a whole i feel like we don't see marlene as much as in the video game just in the very beginning and just in the very end but in the show they give her much more of a backstory which is very interesting yeah and it's, and it's the same actress so yeah that, so that was really cool to have her back again yeah that was very very cool she was more in it because they showed you how she was taking care of ellie i think ellie and her mom were friends yeah so marlene has a bit of a backstory she has some emotions and personal attachment to ellie as opposed to the video game where it feels a little bit more like marlene has a mission she's just like this stone cold firefly but in the show not only does she care about ellie but she has to put those feelings aside for the greater good. So you see a lot more of Marlene's ethics in the show and how she has to like test herself because she cares about Ellie. She raised her as a, as a baby as opposed to the video game where she's not really shown like that. Yeah, It's actually a hard choice for Marlene, even though a lot of us dislike Marlene at yeah. the end. But um, let's move on to Bill. I'm so <laughs> appalled by your answer. Okay, so Bill, <laughs> Bill in the video it. game is better because you actually see him and you see him in action whipping ass. That's why. <laughs> of course, and this one you, you see are him. This, such a brute with everything. This one you do see him whipping ass a little bit, and he. But now you see more of his character development. And why did they devote a whole episode on Bill when they could have used that? I, I know, I know, it was one of the best episodes with Bill. I know. You're you get, gonna get so much hate yeah, for this. I know. I mean. <laughs> I mean, you wasted a whole episode on this one guy's character, his whole development, to have him die later on. He didn't even die in the <laughs> video game. You could have used that. You could have used that to explain the story even more with Joel and Ellie. What do you think? What do you think? I think your point is fair. I think it's absolutely fair. Why would you do a whole episode on a side character, Bill, when you could have used that time to develop the main characters 100%? I agree with you. I think the show as a whole should have been longer. However, I really loved the development of Bill because when I was playing the video game, I wanted to know more about Bill. And I think a lot of people who played the video game and I think the writers for the show realized that when you are playing the video game and you kind of get the little side notes and the things that you can collect in the game and you realize there's a there's a more there's more to Bill's story than him just being like a hard-faced kind of like survivalist and so it's nice to see how emotional he was behind what you get from the video game i absolutely loved that i loved how i feel like in the show i resonate with bill so much i, I remember watching it with you and i was like that's me i would be bill yeah. that's the intro of the of the podcast i'm the survivalist but inevitably die so i really really loved that about bill's episode it goes without saying everybody loves bill's episode everybody loves it so we're not gonna argue with that but i will absolutely agree with you i also love that they included tess and joel in that, that yeah i like that part too. because really you kind of see how people are navigating through a pandemic and still being able to socialize or maybe struggling with socializing 
and just how pandemics or this post-apocalyptic world can change you in a realistic way not the walking dead way where we've got this dude with like barbed wire bats walking around this yeah. is this feels very yeah. real which is super cool it was a good episode they said it was one of the best episodes in tv history that was surprising. the problem is why if you're gonna do that episode why is this season how many episodes eight episodes i think it was only eight episodes. why is this season eight episodes yeah like you put it in there now give me give me more i want more yeah i totally agree if there were a lot more of those kinds of episodes if we doubled the season a hundred percent agree the, with you. the two of them needed an episode like that ellie and joel they had like yeah. whenever they had an episode it was some fighting or some shit how about you put both of them in one whole episode with them just bonding together you did it for bill you have a good point next time but i'm not gonna 100 percent agree with you because i do not want hate comments anyway we're gonna move on to henry and sam so sam is deaf in the show sam is oh, not yeah. deaf in the video game i thought that was super interesting and i will just say i did not know that sam the actor is actually deaf it's kind of interesting to put that kind of character and get to see the perspective of that character in a post-apocalyptic world where you need to you need to really rely on your senses. It was like another realism. realism. Super like realistic. How, like if you're young and that shit happens, what do you do? I kind of love that they showed that because not everybody in post-apocalyptic world is going to be in tip-top shape and being able to survive. Like everybody's got their own shit going on, including kids, including like anybody who's got disabilities. It was cool to see that in a show. How do you feel about Henry? I feel like Henry. Henry was a better character in the, in the show. Do you think that he was very similar to the video game? Because I kind of think so. I think he was. It was, it was one it was one to one exact. I think it was almost exact. Yeah. I think in terms of accuracy, Henry might be the most accurate. So let's move on to Tommy. How do you feel about Tommy? I mean, Tommy, let's just say in, in game one of The Last of Us, you don't see much of Tommy because he's pretty much a minor character at this given point. So the same goes for the show. I liked him in the show. I think he was fine. I think he was very similar to the video game as well. But like I said, very minor character at this point. Yeah, but he but he could be a major character. He was. He, he will was, be he a will major be, character. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, he was good in the show. Speaking of Tommy, Tommy's wife Maria. How do we feel about Maria? I think Maria did not. She also didn't have much, of like value in game one, and she a lot of her personality in. Yeah, and authority is shown in the show, which is interesting. It is sort of like a foreshadowing for season two and game two because Tommy, spoiler alert, Tommy and Maria do have a big role in game two. The, the second parts. But it was nice to see in part one. It kind of made people who already know about game two have a little bit of like, ah, I know I know a little secret. Yeah. I know what's going to happen. So that was cool to see. Yep. I liked her character. She's a very strong character. Yeah. She is also in the game. Very strong character. Riley. I will say Riley is not actually in game one. She's more of in an add-on. It's an add-on game, right? DLC. What is it called? DLC? Downloadable content. Yes. Riley is in a DLC for game one. So she's not actually in game one. And Riley is Ellie's best friend from before the times when Ellie meets and her life changes with Joel. And it's just cool to see that DLC implemented into the show so that you aren't missing out on that. When we played when we played the game for the first time, we had no idea who Riley was. Riley didn't exist to us really, except for like 
some side conversations that Ellie had with Joel. And then we had to learn that after the fact with the DLC. But watching it from the show perspective, you get to see that a little bit more seamlessly. Which kind of helps build a backstory for Ellie and how she becomes who she is. Yep, and then they played Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. It was funny how they were playing. They played Mo- in the show, too, right? In the... The show and the in DLC. In the game, I don't think they played Mortal Kombat, but they played something. They played an arcade game. Mm-hmm. But in the show, they played Mortal Kombat, oh. and she knew all the moves. I was like, how do you know all the moves? You just have it in you. She must have been playing for a long time. I like how they were running around they were playing, and she, they were grabbing quarters and stuff. It was funny. The DLC was so fun because it was so different from the rest of the game. It was a little bit more childlike and you got to do like fun, silly type of missions like play video games and stuff or, or like raid the Halloween store. So it was also nice to see that in the show. Um, but there's also like extra stuff from those scenes in the show that was not in the DLC, such as like how Ellie came to that point in her life, like her decision to leave whatever living situation she was in and stuff like that. So we learn more about that in the show than we did in the game, which is kind of a twist there because it's usually vice versa. So just wanted to shout out some fun crossover moments. We talked about it in our like character analysis section, but we did want to say that Marlene is Marlene. So what I mean by that is, Marlene from the video game is Marlene in the show. That is the only actress or actor that is both the same character in the video game and the show. Only character. Troy Baker. Troy Baker plays James in the show, but Troy Baker is the OG Joel from the video game. So that was very cool to see when we were watching the show. And I will also say that Troy Baker led HBO's official The Last of Us podcast. So... Definitely check that out if you're interested in hearing about all of the insight that the OG Joel has. And then Ashley Johnson. Ashley Johnson is the voice of Ellie in the video game, and she plays Ellie's mom in the show, which was definitely not part of the video game. That was an additional scene that was added into the show, which was really, really cool. And it was just also very cool to see OG Ellie play Ellie's mom. It was kind of like a full circle moment. I think Ashley Johnson also said that in an interview. Yeah. So that was cool to see. Those are just some crossover moments I felt was cool to add in. The accuracy of scenes. So I remember when we were watching the show, there were so many points where we kind of looked at each other and were like, dude, this looks exactly yeah. like the game. It was beautiful. Incredible. Remember the giraffe? The giraffe. Did you know that it was a real giraffe? At first, when I saw it, I did not know. And then Sarah had to tell me it's a real giraffe. I was like, are you shitting me? That's a real giraffe? It was a real giraffe. They brought in a real giraffe so they could pet a real giraffe. I was like, wow. Amazing. It went all all above and beyond. I I will try to find the photo where it shows that it was a real giraffe that Pedro and Bella were petting. And I'll post it on social, live her alone pod. But yeah, it was a real giraffe. And so many of those scenes look... Like, they copied and pasted it straight from the video game. It was so, so nice to see that because I think a huge part of why we love The Last of Us from the video games is that the graphics were incredible. The scenery was incredible. You got to experience all of the seasons, like we said in the previous episode. So being able to see that replicate so, so well in the HBO series, they spent a lot of time making sure that the fans of The Last of Us video game were going to be happy with that. I yeah, was pleased. In the game, it's like an open world. And it's like yeah. you're running around and you, and you have to remember what you're collecting. And then you see this yeah. world and you're like, that's exactly how it looks. You get to experience it in almost a 
3D kind of yeah. feeling because you are like running through it when you're playing the video game. So it felt so, so real. It, it almost felt like a place that I've traveled to before. Yeah. And I was seeing <laughs> it on vu? the screen. Deja yeah, vu? it was crazy. I love that so much. Some examples of like where the scenery was like, it felt like copy and paste. All of it, all of it felt like that. But I will just say some standout moments was Bill's area, like yeah. his whole home-ish area. Spot on. Yeah. The cars, like the abandoned cars, being inside some of the buildings felt like a lot of those missions where you were inside buildings exploring the building. Stuff like that was just great. Are there any scenes that you particularly remember? The first time when he gets, I think when he gets shot. No, the first time that he kills somebody and then she's hiding, she's crying. Oh, that yeah. That looks like exactly from the game because yeah. it's like there was a doorway and then right through the doorway is a hole. I also remember the sniping the sniping scene yeah. in the video game, there is like a clear setup. And I played that scene so many times. I played that mission so many times because yeah. I died so many times. So seeing it in the show, I was like, yep, I remember that so well. I miss the gymnasium though. The gymnasium, oh, the gymnasium was when you fight the bloater. They didn't really show and that many show bloaters. That, yeah, they showed one bloater in that scene yeah. though. Some of the quotes, some of the lines that the actors were saying... I remember them being exactly the yeah. same lines. Let's talk about some variations from the game that worked, that we liked. For example, at least in my example, we already discussed it, but I'll just reiterate. Bill. Bill had... <laughs> a big, a longer story. He had a much more larger story. In the video game, we don't really get much of Bill. We just know that he's kind of like a smartass. He doesn't really like people. He sticks to himself and... That's pretty much it. And then there are some notes that you can collect that kind of imply that he is queer. So that's pretty much all you get from the video game. How about Melanie Linsky playing as Kathleen? She is she was not a, a bitch. <laughs> she was not a character from the video game. <laughs> yeah, she was acting like oh, she was so she acted the part like, but she acted so mean. Like, why are you acting like this? It's not that serious. It's not that serious. I will just say I love seeing Melanie Linsky play mean characters because yeah. she has such a kind voice. demeanor and voice <laughs> that it just it just throws me off whenever yeah, she's. I'm like, mean. what are you guys trying to do here? Just how can we just live? Can we just live? I mean, this? she was just like just mean with a purpose. Right. Yeah. Like she wanted to be mean. I mean, that's that's a good character. You want you want to hate that character. Yeah, she was a great villain. I think if she continued to live on in throughout the series, that would have been great too. Especially because she was a brand new character. So yeah. to bring in a brand new character and develop her in that episode, only to kill her off, kind of sucks. Because it would have been nice to see her continue on as a villain, but. She was a great new addition, I will say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the doctors was um, Abby. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what you forgot. Yeah. I completely so forgot. So in part two, there's a main character named Abby that you play with. And one of the doctors... At the end. At the end was playing as her. We didn't know. They, they snuck her in there. Like They didn't show her face or anything. So you're like, oh, shit. She's a voice. Yeah, Abby. I guess it would make sense why we wouldn't even notice because we don't see the voice of Abby, right? We just see Abby. Yeah. What but if they bring her in part two and she's Abby? You never know. That would be yeah. super funny. Spoiler. No. But yeah, yeah. I completely forgot about that yeah. one. Thank you for remembering. Now, we briefly talked about Ellie's mom and that Ellie's mom was not in the video game at all. There's hardly any backstory about Ellie and like where she came from and all sorts of things from in the video immune. game. And how she's immune. Until you see the show. Yeah, until you see the show. When you're playing the video game, you don't ever know why Ellie is 
like the chosen one why she's the immune person but in the show you get sort of an idea of maybe this is why she's immune maybe she's immune and basically ellie's mom was bit while she was in the womb right she was in the womb still yeah she was in the womb but she got bitten so basically it probably traveled to her yeah it traveled in her bloodstream and then she immediately gave birth to ellie right after she was bit i think because of the trauma of getting bit and everything she was like let me just get this baby out of me yeah. So it was already inside of her. Or like she that. knew she was going to die. So she yeah. needed to get her out so the baby yeah. wouldn't die. So it's kind of implied that maybe this is the reason why Ellie mm-hmm. is the cure. Yeah. Because of this very specific situation that happened. Now that makes it seem much less likely that there's other people That's... that are like Ellie. But it also was left... That scene that was in the show was also left on a note where it was like is this the reason why she's immune or is this just the reason why she was born or is this just the reason why marlene took her like there's so many reasons or there's so many motives to that scene in the show that it's not necessarily the backstory as to how she is immune so i don't want to say that that's why but it's just interesting one thing i'll say i like how they changed um the virus how in the game it was like hell like you breathe this in you, you you got it and in the um in the show, it's the actual um, what was it? The cordyceps has to like touch you, or you get bit, and then yeah. you turn. Yeah. It would be so hard to like if you get, if you just breathe and you can't yeah. live. So imagine the pain that in the game that they're it's living scary. in. It's yeah. scary. That's such a scary reality. Yeah. Also, when you talk about like the way that they portrayed the cordyceps in the show, I love that they had some scenes where they talked about like. What what the are they? origin? The, the origin, origin yeah. the origin of where this came from, and it came from like a foreign country, foreign from the United States, of course. And you know, it was sort of like the negligence of of officials that kind of were like, "Oh, oops, it's already too late for us to do anything. We're just not gonna do anything." And they kind of let it spread. So it's very interesting to see that, and it's kind of like scary yeah. how realistic it is too. Yeah, when you saw it, you're like, "Oh shit, this could happen." It felt too real. Too real to, it yeah. felt painfully That's real. That's why it was so good, better than The Walking Dead, because this could really happen. This felt super, and we we talked about it when we were talking about the video game. This is what freaks us out. Clearly, we're learning a lot about ourselves. We we've learned that horror that is so close to reality is what really horrifies us. But I will also say, just like as a side note, like a little fun fact that I remember that the reason why they did that in the show, why they didn't have the spores of you simply breathing it in and you getting the virus that way is because of like very logistical reasons. They did not want to have the actors wearing um, masks because it would dull their their voice, their audio. So that's the reason why they changed it up the show i don't think we need to go into discussion as to why we dislike it i think we've got the general consensus that we disliked this show because it was too short yeah we knew how long it was or what was gonna happen and they cut a lot of the stuff out and i was like that would have been interesting for somebody else to see maybe that's done on purpose maybe that was a marketing tactic to get people to play the game or watch other people play the game maybe this is almost like a trailer for the video game in a way I don't know, but I do hope to see in season two uh, more episodes. Question is, would you play a live action video game if they t- <laughs> imagine they take you? You remember back in the nineties? You know how Mortal Kombat used to look? How they take like the human 
person and they like put them picture? in the game <laughs> would you play a replica they put pedro as, as that thing? is hilarious uh, yeah. yeah just check it out it's just an overall great story and it's really nice to see it not only in the video game format but in a really really great on-screen adaptation we're gonna end the episode off here and i do have a question for the audience so let us know on social media at liver alone pod instagram tiktok and youtube let us know what you're looking forward to in season two of the last of us or perhaps game two if you've never experienced game two thank you so so much for listening today if you liked today's episode and you want to hear more from us do us a favor leave us a rating on whatever platform that you're listening to us on. It means a lot to the show. It helps us keep going. Tune in next Wednesday because we're going to be talking about another on-screen series that we almost scrapped talking about because we weren't too sure how close it fell into the horror genre. But after recording the episode, we sure did find plenty of horror to talk about. Showtime's Yellow Jackets. And we're talking about both seasons in this episode. But for now, we'll see you in the kitchen with a knife.